0: This is Admiral Akbar here to tell you that it's time to do the show. By the way, we chew the dough with Aaron and Danae. They're streaming on Mixler every Tuesday at noon central, or available to download later in your broadcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Your ears can't repel humor of this magnitude, so it's time for the show to begin. Let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Denai. I didn't know Admiral Akbar was a fan.
1: When we said that you could record the introduction to our podcast, (laughs) we didn't realize that it was going to reach into the far galaxies and attract Admiral.
0: Oh, you. Your, our humor cannot, uh, they cannot repel humor of our magnitude. I love that Possibly my favorite line. And I love taking the liberty to add a little something into yes. the fun. We appreciate it. Again, if you want to record that intro, you can go to our website, yep. erinanddanae.com. The script is right there.
1: So, we like to start off shoot the dough with some story time. Yeah, you
0: had anything interesting happen in your life recently?
1: I discovered that it takes me all of 10 seconds to get to the shower. I had an experience... Where my husband coughed on me, and he is not feeling well. Uh-huh. It was an accidental thing. He sure, accidentally sure. coughed on me, and phlegm flew out of his mouth. <laughs> and even though I have glasses, it did not stop it from hitting the eye, my eye, my no! nose, and on the corner of my mouth. No, it was so disgusting. Oh, and then like I was shocked. It was like a split second where I was like, I could not believe it happened to me. Right. And then before I knew it, I was in the shower. <laughs> Scalding hot water pouring I call over those, my face.
0: You know what I, I call those silkwood showers.
1: Silkwood showers. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, there's a movie called Silkwood, and uh, as disturbing as it is, uh, it's like a movie about um, like rape. <laughs> and so the shower is like to wash all the disgustingness you know off of you after something like that. As
1: awful as that comparison is, it it kind of felt like that. Like <laughs> I was under the I was under this really scorching hot stream of water and i was just like Ugh. so was there any
0: thought was there any thought to it like, it, it, I'm, mean, I'm like trying i mean like can shower f- yeah like so he coughs on you flim flies on your disgusting. face Disgusting. close to you know it was your disgusting. mouth it, whatever it was, it was
1: disgusting like
0: do you go okay i need to take a shower i'm going to the shower or was it like instinctual it was like, instinctual. That's what I'm running saying. Running like, through the hallway, stripping off clothing, jumping maybe, in the shower.
1: <laughs> maybe 15 seconds from one room to be in the shower in the next room.
0: Oh man! Which
1: makes me think. You know, people talk about when you have kids and they, you know, poop on you and all the people. you. Oh, I've heard you those and stuff. stories. Yeah. And like, I'm thinking, okay, well, now I know it takes me very little time <laughs> to go bathe myself.
0: The the worst experience like that that I remember being a part of freaked me out. Uh, was i think it was my wife's dad was holding one of our kids when he was a baby right and there there was something brown on the kid's leg and he dipped his finger in it no brought it to his mouth no and tasted it
1: no why would he do that (laughs)
0: because i think he knew it was chocolate like he'd been eating like chocolate pudding or something was it chocolate it was chocolate oh Yes,
1: Gosh, Aaron, I thought, for real, I thought you were about to say that it was not... Ch- but
0: what are they, But listen, on the off chance that you you're don't, wrong, you don't. why would you do
1: that? You don't.
0: Like, you don't do that. That is not okay. Oh, mercy. Well, you ready to shoe a dough?
1: I am ready to shoe a dough.
0: Uh, Excited today. Going to do a little bit of NLS for you today. We're going to uh, breach a topic that may go a little bit deeper, the topic of gambling. We figured with uh, the Powerball... Being big in the news and people talking about it, we'd talk about it a little bit uh, on episode 102. Uh, Before we get to that, though, we're going to take a look at the news in a segment we're now calling
1: Peruse the News. I love it. You did a good job. I think you should do. You know
0: what? You know how we should start this? Here's how we should start this. Uh, You do your do 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 do. You do do that. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ready? Go. And now we join Aaron and Danae as they flip through the pages of the newspaper. They're looking for anything that might catch their eye, that might catch your ear. It's peruse The News. Take that, Mr. Hitler. What? I don't know. They all seem to end with take that, Mr. Hitler. I don't know. I ran
1: out of juice. You <laughs> yeah, you did. hear me? Yeah. Like, all of a sudden, my da-da-da, it's like, f- <laughs> caused me to have... A little bit of a cough. We're going to
0: have to practice. Because I really think we should start start every Peruse the News that way. Okay. (laughs) Just talk about what's going on in the news. So Danae and I have each chosen three (laughs) articles to uh, bring to attention. And uh, just we'll talk about them as long as we feel like talking about them. Uh, My first one is a bit of a downer, especially for you, Danae. Um, The passing of David Bowie is big in the news right now.
1: I was surprised. Usually if there's a celebrity death, I'm like bummed out. It's like, oh, that's sad. You know, I think about all the other people on the planet who have passed away unnoticed you right know, sure that's one of the things that comes to mind but for some reason yeah this one really bummed me out. I actually cried uh, like not like did you realize in the corner, right
0: but, no 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 I know uh, and it was it was during our morning show and so I was you know kind of privy to it but do you think um, do you think it caught you off guard did you realize you were this attached to him or his music or that it had that much of an impact like if you had stopped and thought about it before he passed do you think you would have realized the depth that you realized after he passed
1: I think what you're asking is was I surprised at myself? Like was I surprised at my reaction? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I was. I so, think I was. I I know there are certain celebrities or certain people, you know, that create things and you are emotionally attached to them. I love David Bowie's music and I get very drawn into it and I love singing it. I think it's fantastic. It's he's a quirky guy, but
0: Do you um, think that has a lot to do with it? Like why are you connected know. to him?
1: I don't know. I think I, I had a crush on him when he was the Goblin King. Okay. I think is where it starts. Sure. Labyrinth. Yeah. So there's part of it that, you know, you just he's been around my whole life, you know, making music and doing things and I've always liked his stuff, um like space oddity and under pressure. That was one of my favorite kind of moments mm-hmm. when I just started listening to him as an artist instead of just, you know, knowing who he was. You
0: mean Ice Ice Baby?
1: No, Aaron. I want to slap you right now. No,
0: I know you do, but here's the truth of the matter, and this is unfortunate. But don't you think this is true? If you start with anyone and go ding 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 ding, they're gonna go to ice ice baby.
1: Well, yeah, because he stole the hook.
0: I know, and I think that's unfortunate because <laughs> it it's under un- pressure. You that know, that song
1: is amazing. Um, I think if you haven't heard any of the Bowie music. You should you should listen to it. What's What's fun, a good starting What's starting fun point. about it uh, right now? Like on Spotify, they have a David Bowie um, uh, radio station like collective collective thing yeah. that's happened, kind of like a tribute. Mm-hmm. And they're all really really good.
0: Retrospective is that the word? I don't know something like that.
1: Retrospective radio, mm-hmm. but there's some really great music, good lyrics, really fun. He's got great rhythm and great music sense, and he changes. Things up in a really creative way and you know the bands that play with him just love playing with him because of his musicality And so I think I was just hitting Feeling all of that feeling the loss of all of that
0: you and I do a music podcast as well called new music digest uh, and i'm sure we'll be uh, Hearing some david bowie on that Um Because he's actually got a new album out.
1: Yeah, so, he released it two days before he passed away. That's crazy and the talk about it is basically that he kind of you know, he knew that he was he really was Sick time. and that he yeah. and he wanted to put an album together And so there's a couple of songs on there that sort of reflect that he's kind of moving on It's interesting too because they already have a tribute uh, concert for him that's already sold out in new york city and there's just tons of fan art and uh, people who are selling the album and giving all the proceeds to charities and things like that so There's just been a really cool outpouring pop culture wise. Have you seen
0: the animated gif of his face turning and like all his different personas? Personas. Yeah, that what blew my mind about that was how many there were like and how many I just recognized, even though I'm not a David Bowie fan, like, you know, the lightning, the red and blue lightning across the face or, you know, just all these different things. I'm like, wow, that dude made himself up. Yeah. Like Often. He had fun. Yeah.
1: He had a good time.
0: I, I thought, you know, like all my hair and hair and beard styles, you know, that I've collected were something, but I, I don't compare it to, to David Bowie. No. Not at
1: all. No, you don't. Uh, well, in the news for me, I don't want to like just move on from the Yeah, Bowie, what did you but, find
0: when you're perusing the newsing?
1: Uh that Ray, the female from the female lead from Star Wars, the character Ray, mm-hmm. uh, there's a uproar a bit because there weren't a lot of toys. Depicting her as one of the main people from the movie, including Monopoly missing out on her being yeah. in their set and hashtag been,
0: Where's Ray? Yeah, was going around.
1: Um, and so I came across an article from Entertainment on the Verge says mm-hmm. the toys that you asked for are on their way. So I found that to be interesting that we kind of live in a culture where instant feedback can we can make it happen can actually change some of the manufacturers to being able to put her into the hands of young kids or just fans who want to have you know little collectible items or toys to play with
0: You know what really bothered me about that whole story, that whole Wears Ray thing mm-hmm. is the response of I think it was Hasbro that did the Monopoly game.
1: Yeah, that one really upset me.
0: Where it was like Such a pop well, out. We didn't want to give away that she was a big character because that would be spoiling things. But
1: it's not like she's what? all over the
0: She's on the she's at the center of the poster. And everybody knew her character was a big character.
1: Watching all of the trailers, it's clear, like in their trailer, it's all about who is she. Mm-hmm. And whether you've seen the movie or not, you can make an assumption that she's a part of this film. And pre- if they're going to spend the narrative time on.
0: Oh, it's it's ridiculous. It, it was, it's it was such, such a cop, a cop out. out. Yeah, that is it was not. Awful. I mean, we know spoilers. Spoilers involve helicopters. They don't involve, you know, saying what characters are in. I, one of my favorite comments in the live comments. These are not the toys you're looking for.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's perfect.
0: Uh, As I peruse the news, the other thing I saw, speaking of uh, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, John Boyega has had some old stock photos of him drawn up from the Internet. Uh, So if you don't know what stock photos are, photo companies will create these pictures that they then sell to different companies Uh, that they can use in any situation. And I think the shoot he did was kind of a college age, you know, shoot like a college shoot. And if you look at the pictures, they're just these really cheesy college pictures. And so I think the reason people are, you know, um, really excited about this or interested in this is it's just so different than his character in the movie. You know, he just just looks like, you know, that straight-laced college kid. And it's just, it's really interesting. Have you seen the pictures?
1: I haven't seen the pictures, but I have. uh, I've been browsing through feeds enough over this past few weeks since mm-hmm. star wars came out only been a few weeks kind of crazy
0: wow it really only has been a few weeks
1: and the insanity over daisy ridley and all the things that she's ever had her hand in are now you know i haven't seen also. any of
0: that what has she had her hand in
1: like all kinds of just like photo shoots she wasn't really things. in a movie no just photo shoots and things like that Wow. And she has a sister that looks just like her, so everybody's freaking out, you know, like, there's two of them.
0: You you have a sister with a family
1: resemblance? As if you're- oppor- What in the world? Your opportunity for dating just increased or something, you know? <laughs> like, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Chill.
0: The sister's a little more accessible. She's not, you know, from a galaxy far, they far away. They do look a lot alike. Do they? Yeah. I think she looks a lot like Natalie Portman, myself.
1: She looks like Olivia and Wilde Knightley. and Keira Knightley. Mm-hmm mashed together
0: interesting yeah i guess you're right
1: which i love i I love that we continue to put the specific kind of female form up over and over again but i loved her so i don't i really don't have any complaints how
0: do you feel about the idea that when you get mega famous just people gonna be finding stuff especially in today's day and age and i i don't i'm not trying to get into even necessarily like the stuff you don't want them to find just you know different projects, different things, you know, if you blew up overnight, let's say you're an amazing singer. Let's say your singing career blows up. You know, people are going to be finding old episodes of this podcast. They're going to be finding, you know, all this stuff about like, how does that make you feel that that's the culture we live in?
1: Nervous. Really? Yeah. But thankfully the internet didn't blow up in my, in the time frame when certain parts of my life would have maybe made their way onto instagram or something there was no instagram there was mm-hmm. no facebook you know i had that's true I had, you're still
0: beyond I, that generation like you i
1: feel bad for like t- finding the stories of teachers who have fantastic jobs and they're doing what they love and then somebody finds out that they were underwear model at one point right. in time and rather than go oh that was a career choice you made and you're wearing clothing that is like what anyone would wear at a beach and
0: you're not you're not and wearing you're not, it's underwear not to class yeah. I mean you you might be but you're wearing clothes over it. That's what Thank I meant. Thank you for clarifying <laughs> that,
1: Aaron. <laughs> I want to sit down on that meeting where where you're the guy. It's not like
0: I'm wearing underwear during class. And and wait, what? Huh? All of
1: a sudden you're being sued for sexual harassment or right, something. Exactly. But no, I think it's just it's a hard, it, it's a weird time of life where your presentation of what you put out in pop or in media affects your life forever and always because mm-hmm. even if you have a private account someone can take a screenshot and they can post it publicly and you know why you're, you're we still think, held accountable but, for all that stuff
0: but why do we feel like choices that were made in the past are automatically reflected of somebody's present they aren't they might be but they aren't necessarily i don't know i just feel like it's a stretch to to make that sometimes
1: it is a stretch i wish that we were in more of a forgiving environment and you know what we're, we're highlighting the cases that are Frustrating, but there are situations where people choose to keep their employees because they value them or uh, keep people close And I don't think they choose not to roast them from a Christian culture This happens in Christian culture all the time where your sins are found out and then you're Mm -hmm. cast away, right? You know, I just get so furious about that So, you know if it happened to me for I guess I wouldn't be surprised I think I would be devastated because I want people to like me shocking news (laughs) You know, and I want people to understand my heart and I want them to understand where I am today, but I do have to, you know, my, my biggest fear is my account before God someday. Like, you know, just that conversation is going to be terrifying. Just making sure that my heart's in the right place. So I'm
0: glad you say that because a lot of people who, you know, especially Christians who feel like, you know, they've, they've got the answer, um, don't necessarily maintain that fear of God. And I think it's, it's. Uh, a proper response to being in front of the creator who saw everything to go i i, I tried you know i i'm i'm afraid you know I, I tremble at you know your perfection and you know your expectations and you're the one that i'm you know yeah my, about.
1: I, i'm i'm playing to an audience of one right if i'm really digging into my soul and spirit yeah we just got deep
0: yeah i got really deep what else did you peruse in the news
1: Um, Another news that I got was about elephants. Apparently, the Ringling Brothers Circus is going to retire all of their elephants a year and a half early. So I think that maybe people know that they were going to retire the elephants. There's a lot of controversy about Mm -hmm. just the captivity of elephants and how they're treated and all that stuff and whether or not, you know, these beautiful large creatures should you know, be in captivity. It's, um, it's interesting. And it's dangerous. You know, there are there are cases whenever the elephants have had enough and when they want to go, they go and then they are killed because they can hurt people. And it's just a really horrible cycle and I get really passionate about it and I hate captivity. I hate animals in captivity. I don't like zoos. You it, know, I like I like the zoos that rescue animals. I understand that those exist for a right, reason. Like, right. I get it. But at the same time, it just, it's all very frustrating to me but i'm glad that it's kind of coming to a close. So,
0: i think it's interesting because you also see SeaWorld phasing out their um their shows with the orcas. Uh, those are going away uh, as a direct response to um what was the Blackfish, the documentary mm-hmm. Blackfish or whatever. Um, of course they wouldn't say it's a direct response to that. You know, they would say they they made it based on a whole bunch of different choices, but um but you are seeing more and more the idea of, okay, the way we have used animals for spectacle um, is possibly misusing them. And I think that's, that's really know, interesting because it completely changes the circus, by the way. not The ev- circus will never be the same.
1: No, 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 no. And you know what? Things should change with the times. You know, really, really should. I remember going to the circus and seeing the elephants for the first time and getting to touch elephant skin and ride yeah, on an elephant and amazing. being amazed by it. Right? right. And then at some point it becomes like, what a sad life. that little little elephant
0: (laughs) (laughs) pocket-sized elephant massive
1: elephant (laughs) must have you know and I started to feel about it and not every organization mistreats elephants I don't want to make a blanket statement like that like that's not fair so I don't I don't I'm not saying that but there are a lot of groups that have passed ordinances in different cities that say you know anti-circus anti-elephant trying to really fight that this is a way of doing things. And so the companies have been just redoing what the current view of their uh, business model is. And I'm I'm glad they're changing. I'm sure they're terrified because the elephant is their main, you know, well, the, in the, this, the Ringling Brothers. It's the elephant. You but know?
0: It's, but it, once you do the elephants, well, I mean, why are you keeping the lions? Why are you keeping? You they're know, easier to the, manage. Are that? they?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. You know, I just, I don't... Well, they've taken out their claws. uh, But again, I'm just saying the way they're using them is is a very similar philosophy to the way they've used the elephants, you know, their entertainment, you know, and I I don't know. What do people
1: want in a a traveling circus anymore? I don't know. Cotton candy? Yeah, what is it? Like, (laughs) what is the appeal?
0: It's, yeah, there's nostalgia to it, I think. That old circus idea, the clowns, the trapeze, you know, the elephants... At one point bears were a part of a lot of circuses too.
1: Yeah. I so I think zoos and anything that kind of showcases animals, it used to be really intriguing because these are creatures that you just normally wouldn't see. And then in today's culture you people are taking selfies with animals in the woods because they think that they're friendly animals. It's interesting, and then they're isn't getting it? mauled and, you know, people are getting hurt in the wild because they don't respect these animals but anyway
0: yeah we've lost we've lost the the wild animals are wild right that's a a part of it because we have domesticated so many interesting
1: so that was an interesting article there's a lot of information on that i found that one on huffington post
0: uh i wanted to mention as i was perusing the news i saw an interesting story about google cardboard saving a baby's life what
1: is google cardboard so
0: google cardboard is i don't know it's just this little cardboard cutout thing that you put over your cell phone and okay. it can do virtual reality. So, like, you, it, what it does is with the oh, right app and then I, this cardboard cutout, right. it basically makes, like, a 3D view kind of thing. Okay. So, they used that program to look at this baby's heart that was dealing with a heart defect. Okay. And they had... The doctors had sent this baby home because they didn't think there was any hope uh, for the child. And because they were able to look in 3D and kind of assess it that way... Um, they were able to do more about it. Um Baby so, Tegan is the name of the baby. So by it's the way. kinda
1: like people who use like a Fitbit and they realize they have an irregular heartbeat or something like that?
0: I think it was more that the the what they were able to do with that program allowed them to see the solution. Not oh. the problem, the solution. They knew the problem. Um so it was just finding the solution. That's the baby the baby was missing a lung in half of its heart. Whoa. Yeah. So they were able to use that to assess how they could, you know, get inside this baby and create a and three D print something. Yeah, <laughs> no, they they really did. They did. Yeah,
1: they yeah. That's they the 3D other part of the story. A Heart.
0: I don't think a heart. I think a lung. I think like, some uh, some sort of device that would go in the baby's uh, chest cavity to allow that half heart to do its work, and the lung. You can live with one lung. Right. You can't. You can get the oxygen you need with one lung, but don't smoke <laughs> good advice thank you good advice so I just th- I just found it fascinating that you know uh, we s- you hear of all these medical devices that cost you know billions of dollars to have installed and they're just they're using their iPhone and you know Google cardboard cutout and making things happen. I just thought that was really interesting
1: that is really interesting um, my last article is titled Ohio Fugitive hates his mugshot yes so he sent in his own replacement yes so this guy is wanted for potentially being involved in an arson and he sent in he goes here's a better photo that one is terrible is what he said when he sent it in and i just thought that was hilarious i also saw it on several places like it kept popping oh up it's
0: popping up all over the place
1: because social media has really changed how people are talking about who is wanted and who mm-hmm. is not because law enforcement you know on their facebook pages or wherever will post pictures of people that that are wanted. And then, in all likelihood, they have their own social media account, like on Facebook. So they will go, oftentimes, and like their own picture, and then the police have a lead. (laughs) It's just crazy. (laughs) Did they get a lead off of this? Yeah. They did? I think so, yeah.
0: Well, see, I would think there would be something attached to the photo... You know, in the settings or something that Hopefully would allow them to find. Hopefully, he
1: used a burner phone, right? Like he's or but maybe something. Not.
0: But even you know, in the background, why would you want to give any extra possibility of evidence or proof? You know, of where you were he or must, what you're up to.
1: He must be super confident that there's he has nothing to worry about because the mugshot that he has, if it's, it's just a regular mugshot, mm-hmm. dude's in trouble. Doesn't look like he's having a good time. The picture he sent to replace is him in like a really nice car in like a suit jacket going to church or something with shades on and he just takes his little picture of himself and he sends it in it just it just kind of blows my mind
0: have you ever had that moment where you're like man i wish you would have used a different picture like where somebody posts a picture you know online like i don't of look you. like that right yeah that's not me yeah here do this one instead yeah i totally get the, i get the sentiment you know i have empathy for him
1: but why does he care what people uh. <laughs> Why does he care?
0: Well here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. The (laughs) idea that his physical appearance would be more important than what he's done. Right. You know, it's like how about you rectify that situation first? I also and then worry about what's on the picture.
1: How the Lima Police Department responded. We thank him for being helpful, but now we would appreciate it if he would come speak to us about his charges. (laughs)
0: Exactly. (laughs) That's exactly right. (laughs) Right.
1: Peruse the news. Yeah. So. Wait,
0: wait. You're. And this has been Peruse the News. Take that, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler. I don't like that part. Okay, well,
1: it's we'll happening. We'll have to figure out something else. <laughs> <laughs> <disadvantaged> <laughs> is this is a takeoff
0: on all the old, you know, movie hey, his, things. His,
1: the guy, the Ohio guy, his name is Mr. Pew. Yeah. So maybe you should take that, Mr. Pew. All
0: okay, right, we'll try it again.
1: Okay. <clears> And this has been Perose the Nose. Take
0: that, Mr. Pugh and Mr. Hitler. Aaron. I, it doesn't work without it. Right. Sorry. Okay. All right. You got anybody you want to thank today from our Patreon supporters for making this possible?
1: We get support at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. And we have several uh, people who have given a monthly gift to us here in the studio so we can make this show possible and other shows just like it. And, yeah, we have a couple new supporters that have come on. Right now we have awesome. Some 20 po- uh, is it Boot it's to Inc, I believe. So mm-hmm. we have somebody at to Inc giving. So thank you for your brand new that came in over the weekend. I love I love not knowing where some things come from. You mm-hmm. know like I know my mom she supports because she loves what we do. Sure. Some my friends, they support and then something comes in and I'm like I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> I love that I love that we have people fans love us and just and we don't even us. know them I know
0: it is pretty amazing uh, that you guys support thank you so much for doing that again if you want to do that go to patreon.com Aaron and it is what literally makes this this patio show possible nope. Half podcast, a, half radio, It's a radicast, live or later, potty show Aaron! <laughs> it's what makes it possible, so thank you so much for your support. You can be involved by supporting. You can also be involved, of course, we've mentioned by, you know, recording the intro announcements, by suggesting um, something for a Just Try It episode. You know, we're going to be doing a Just Try It episode coming up, so if you've got something you want us to try, whether it be food, drink, game... You know, whatever, um, let us know. We'll see we, what we we've can do We've now about it.
1: tried uh, food. We tried, tried Takis because mm-hmm. Monstrix asked us to do that. Yep. And we tried a game. So if you've got something that you want us to try, send us an email. Let us know. AaronAndDanae at gmail.com. And there's always links at our website, AaronAndDanae.com.
0: All right. So on to our NLS topic today where we go a little bit deeper. We mentioned because of all the hubbub about the Powerball, we wanted to talk a little bit about gambling today. This is an interesting one for me, and I, I, Danae, I want to hear kind of your experiences. You've processed gambling and what that is growing up, that kind of stuff, but I'll start. For me, I will never forget being at a basketball game. It was Detroit Pistons, Chicago Bulls basketball game when I was, I don't know, I'm going to guess nine, probably in the eight or nine-year-old range. So I'm sitting at this basketball game. I'm with one of my cousins. He pulls out uh, a handful of pennies. Okay, so he's got probably fifteen to twenty pennies Kim? in his hand. He splits them evenly, gives me half, he takes half, and he says, "Here's what we're going to do. We're going to, you know, uh, bet on whether or not the Pistons will make a basket this time down. You you bet what you you know want, and I'll bet what I want, and we'll just you know whoever wins. Gets, Are you going to get your cousin penny. in trouble right now? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> uh- my dad, my dad was there, and I remember him." turning around and we had a little conversation about gambling in that moment and he was like you know how do you feel about this what is you know what is this that you're doing what you know how do you feel about risking something on you know chance and and you know and i was like well it's just pennies and he was like well
1: pennies when does it
0: become just dollars when does it become just a paycheck you know when does it you know how where is that line or whatever and so we had this is one thing i loved about growing up in my house it wasn't that he turned around and went hey don't do that. It's right. bad.
1: They wanted it you was, to reason for yourself. Yeah.
0: They wanted to have, you know, he always wanted to have it. And my mom was the same way. I wanted to have conversations about these things, which I loved. It's part of the reason I love doing what I'm doing and having conversations about this stuff now. And I will never forget that moment as being the moment where I was like, oh, yeah, gambling bad. I don't do that. You know, and I just put it behind me. And I, you know, like many things in my life. That can translate into a type of legalism, and I'm just wondering as we're looking at like Powerball and this idea of you know paying what it was a Powerball ticket a buck, A couple bucks. I have um, no, I don't even have a clue. I don't,
1: I don't know, two dollars.
0: Yeah, let's just say a couple I bucks. It's,
1: I think it's like two dollars or so.
0: So paying a couple bucks with the chance of winning. What is it now? One point four billion dollars.
1: One point 1. five, I think, is up to now.
0: That's crazy, and it, it still hasn't it been just claimed. Keeps right, going up and up, yeah. So um yeah I think I saw for tomorrow's drawing it's at like 1.5 billion. The odds are crazy ridiculous bad. Like there's all these examples of people giving odds of things that would happen before you win the powerball. Uh, like you would get struck like by lightning while drowning in the ocean. <laughs> you know, like you yeah. have more chance of that yes. than winning the Powerball, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's this it's this thing. And I see all this conversation and people are like, you know, oh, it's just for fun. And so I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about that and just that question. Is it a morality issue or is it something that can just be fun? What do you think today? Like what's been your experience with the idea of gambling as you've grown up? Growing I, I up?
1: think it depends on how you view your resources. I have come to conclusion based on you know family influence and friends influence that what I have in my life I want to be a good um I want to be good to it right mm-hmm. like so
0: the word is steward good, that you hear a right, lot right. yeah
1: so if I'm spending my money on something that doesn't have any value then I'm responsible for that decision but it's my decision and then there is a moment I think when gambling becomes just like anything it can it, be, it can take you over just like an addiction mm-hmm. you know but i buy starbucks every so often and i spend my money on you know drive-through food so there's like i could really think about ways that i'm not spending my money wisely if i do that you know but for me it's just i think i've played the lottery one time uh i when i turned 18 mm-hmm I went and bought a pack of cigarettes and a lottery ticket Wow! just because I could. I'm like, I have arrived.
0: And it wasn't... Ladies and you know, gentlemen, we've just learned a lot about Danae's personality. And I
1: haven't... Like, that has not... There's nothing that came from that. You know, right. there's nothing that, like... I didn't turn into someone who likes to play the lottery. Now You don't I, look
0: back at that choice and go, that was the best choice I ever made in my life. No,
1: it's just like, that's because I could. Right. I finally, you know, I was like, oh, I can do this now. I'm going to go do this. Well, that wasn't that interesting. Okay, moving on. So <laughs> I've, never, I've never really got, you know, sunk down into it. But I do know uh, people who love the scratchers and they love to do this. They always are going and getting those and they'll win like four or five dollars back and they just keep kind of playing that out. Um, I know people very close to me who play poker and they play poker for money. Um, my dad once went uh, to Las Vegas for like a business trip. And so he's like, you know, while I'm there, I'm just going to see kind of what what it's like to go into these places. I think sure. he went in with like
0: into like one of the big casinos there on the like, street, three
1: or four dollars in nickels. Like And he okay. just went and played like the nickel slots and when he uh, Lost it he was gonna walk out Yeah, and it was just a few bucks because he has restraint right so right. I think that's the that's the key is if you feel like You have a chance at winning the lottery and you want to go and you want to try your chances at it And just to be silly just be like yeah I'll go ahead and buy a ticket because everybody else is doing it first of all It's not smart to do whenever it says high. You want to do it when it's lower, you know, <laughs> just because that doesn't make any sense.
0: <laughs> the number's bigger. That's when I should play.
1: So and then um, so I, th- I think about stuff like that, you know, like just just for fun. Like, that doesn't bother me. I, I don't I don't get bothered by that too much because I I toss money away here and there. You know,
0: I, it's interesting because if you draw that hard line where you say that any money spent frivolous frivolously, you know, is immoral, then we're all in trouble. Right. We live in a, what is that Powerball number represents the fact that we are rich as a, as a country, as a, as a world right now. But this now. is
1: a lot of people just putting money into a chance. Right.
0: Yeah. And I, I just know, like you said, we, we all kind of have those things that we spend money on. But where do you draw that line? Because there are a lot of things that could be considered chance that okay. we put money into.
1: So so here's a question uh, popped up in the chat, is fantasy sports gambling?
0: Great question.
1: And uh, BDG said, not according to current legislation, it's considered a game of skill.
0: Uh, that is that's the thing. Where does it become skill? Where does it become chance? You mentioned playing money for poker. I play money for poker. Uh, that is something that I see as a game of skill. To me, that's no different than paying an entry fee to like a softball tournament where there's a price, you know a cash prize. You know, that kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. an entry fee to a tournament that you might win based on your skill. You know, the, to me, that's, that's a little different than complete chance, like the Powerball or something like that. There's no way you could say winning the Powerball is a game of skill.
1: What right? Ab- and what about, you know, like... No, yeah, lottery there's no skill involved in the lottery
0: by the way I should I clarify if for nothing else than the peace of mind of my parents who might listen to this I'm not spending a lot of money <laughs> playing poker. I only play every once in a while and millions. it's very very little
1: millions Here's the thing games are fun. Like poker to me is a game. That's it's a card yes, game, right? I played poker. I think three or four times in my life so far and it was for popcorn popcorn was worth less uh the pretzels were worth more and then there was chocolate and so we had them all like you know and you could bet different things right like and that was all for food it was all for fun and it was just to kind of get an idea of what it means to lose at something Mm -hmm. you know like you you think you've got it and you don't and that was interesting i just i don't get the appeal of putting you know real money into that because i'm not good at it i don't care about it right I don't I don't like the idea of like for me poker specifically you have a deck of cards that is a constant And then if you kind of get an idea of what people's hands are and the whole concept I think you can kind of play the game and enjoy it Mm -hmm. and if you want to Spend a little bit of money to do that with your friends or whatever. I think that's I I think that that's pretty normal I, I don't know but like if you go into the other side of it where you're taking your entire paychecks and you're not taking care of your environment. Maybe you have a family and you have yourself and you're just, you're not taking care of yourself. And you're not taking care of the things that you've got in your life, whether that's from gambling or from watching too much television or playing too much video games. Like there, we can always go too far in some direction. So I think for me, it's just in the subject of the lottery, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's, it's more in the gambling world. Is it more
0: for you or how you how you see it? Is it more a decision based on morality or based on um, wisdom? For understand? me, it's wisdom. So do you understand the difference I of, think kind it's of how wisdom. drawing those lines?
1: I, well, okay. So now we go into biblical principle. <laughs> you know, I think that there are some very clear instructions And then there are some not so clear instructions in our biblical texts as Christian believers, because Aaron and I are Christians if you don't know. Um, And I feel like it's wisdom to listen to someone that says, just don't gamble. There's just not a lot in there for you. Right. You can get lost in it, right? It's kind of like if you realize that somebody in your life is, is just wants to use you and they don't really want to give anything back. They're just constantly taking from you. Right. There's just wisdom in saying goodbye to certain things things and so i feel like it's just one of those like don't do this it's not smart to do it i think it can get too far and it can get convoluted and get confusing for example bonnie in the chat brought up earlier that in the 19 early 1900s christians thought that buying life insurance was the same thing as gambling
0: or i mean even more than life insurance and yes that's a great point even more than life insurance the stock market like playing the stock market right is a form of gambling you know there are many things that in our world i mean it Here's the thing. We are finite beings. Everything we do is chance. We don't know all the answers. Buying a
1: house. (laughs) I mean, seriously. People
0: didn't used to think that was a chance. People didn't used to think that that
1: was a chance, and now it is, or or getting a car. Right. You know, you can... We do not know the circumstances of our life, and we are going to be surprised, and we're going to be disappointed, but if we manage our... um, if we manage our resources well, and finances, money is one of those resources, then the hope is that if something does happen with your house or does happen with your car, that you have the ability to take care of it and or you have the resources and friends that they can help you to take care of it. But if you think back on your life and you're like, I spent approximately you know, $20,000 just giving it away to... Gambling sources. Yeah, and there's no return on that. It wasn't given to a person in need It wasn't given to a an organization in need it wasn't given to charity or whatever It was given just on the chance that I was gonna get money back. I think that's when I understand the Morality of it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Well, yeah, because because I think the two ideas of Wisdom and morality do have tendrils that cross over each other It's not like you can completely separate them, you know things things that are moral are often moral because you know they're wise our god is wise you know and so and so that's why it's that is that way but i i do think it's you know definitely one of those things where we have to look at like i look at let's say you have a friend playing the powerball they bought a ticket let's say they buy a ticket every day to play the powerball how do you view then that decision
1: to be honest i think it's kind of like a oh that's cute (laughs) <laughs> That's so cute. That's cute. You think you're gonna go? Like, like why? I guess my question would be like, why? Is it just because you want to be a part of something, and that way they can look back and say, 2016, I participated in the biggest power ball of all time. You know what it you is? Know what I mean,
0: I think I it's think, like a lemming situation or something. I think you may be blessed with with uh, not having this thing, but there is a, an energy in an adrenaline rush from the hope. And the the wonder and the like chance, you know, there's a chance it's dumb and dumber. So you're saying there's a chance, you know, it's that, that thing that there's something that, that, you know, that comes up inside of you. That's like, what if, you know, what if I actually won, I have a ticket now, I actually have a chance. So in many ways, do you think people are paying for in this situation and when they go to Vegas and maybe other things, do you think they're paying for the enjoyment of that feeling okay. so they they okay. what they're paying okay. for is not a physical they're no. not paying for 1.5 right? they want the rush they're paying for they the want, rush
1: they want a physical tangible ticket that says this is my chance like like i have a chance of winning the the lottery too mm-hmm. even just sitting here in my chair no you don't sure i do how somebody could win it and want to give it to me <laughs> <laughs> that's true
0: that's a great point <laughs> Like I have, you have just as much a chance as that
1: pretty much the same, I (laughs) seriously in the chat, you probably have
0: more of a chance for that (laughs) because there are probably more people that would give it to you (laughs) than the chance of you winning it.
1: Right. And so, so like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that I understand the tangible ticket, but are they going to hold on to that ticket forever? Is it going to go in the refrigerator after they don't win? And are they still going to find hope in it? Or is it going to become something that betrayed them? Yeah, you know, and that's the that's the thing for me is I like staying in the hopeful side. I don't want to be on the betrayal side.
0: Well, because it gets dark quickly, huh?
1: It does. And
0: that's and that's why I think you're you have to be careful with this kind of stuff, because just like anything, it can get, you know, it can go to a dark place for people. Somebody in the chat mentioned, you know, taking off taking food off the table for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. That's why I can't justify, you know, blind chance on that kind of stuff, even though it's a couple bucks.
1: A couple bucks you know well the the odds are they say if you buy um i think they said if you buy 300 powerball tickets you're guaranteed a win but that can be anywhere from four dollars that's usually like in the four dollar range so you're, you're you're
0: guaranteed a win
1: that's what yeah Cause it, or cause the
0: chance is just really not, good that you win. Not the
1: grand prize. Like, they have different prizes. Like, they have different ways that you can win, right? Oh, right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: so it's like you can win something, you mm-hmm. know, but you're going to spend like, you know, $2 for a ticket or whatever, and then you're going to sink all this what money is it, into what are it. What is the so. chance?
0: I, maybe we have down, to search this. You're down but.
1: 66 bucks. I think, is what it came down to for $4 to win.
0: So Wait, you, if you're buying 300 tickets, there's no way you're only down 66 bucks for there's a $4 There's math win. all
1: over this article. <laughs> like, lots of it. Well,
0: the math I'm interested in right now, the one that just struck me, mm-hmm. was if you... Um, oh, it just slipped my mind. I was thinking something about... Um, what are Oh, what are the chances that you win your ticket, what you paid? Like, you know, what are your odds that whatever Powerball ticket you purchase pays for itself? I don't know. That would be an interesting odds for me.
1: But here's the thing... 292 million different number combinations. It would cost you 584 million to get one of each.
0: <laughs> that would guarantee you wins. Yes. And How much even would it cost you? with
1: the 1.3 million jackpot, you would still be in the hole because you're only going to get 806 if you took the lump sum, and that's before taxes. Oh,
0: that is really interesting. So that is really interesting, right? The idea that the jackpot could get so big that you would actually invest. In buying every single possibility because you would still win money? Right. Wow. That did, just kind of blew my mind.
1: Even if you did that, you would still be in the hole for doing that, which is why Currently, I none of this makes sense. But it
0: could get so high, right?
1: No, because it, taxes are like, what, 39.6%.
0: Well, and then there's also like state taxes um, and municipal mm-hmm. taxes and, uh, yeah, and, and the payouts are different. Like I think for the Powerball, you can decide if you want a lump sum, and you have
1: to hope that you don't have to split the winnings,
0: right? Because somebody else may have the same. That's right.
1: Because even if they gave away like a whole bunch of winnings, you might only win four dollars. Like you could win the big billion dollar thing, and then still have to split it with all these different people. And
0: you know what this reminds me of? (sighs) This reminds insanity. It is insanity. (laughs) But the way the way they're breaking this down and kind of playing this game Mm -hmm. remind. Do you remember the game show Press Your Luck? Yes, with no whammies, no whammies, big bucks. Somebody figured out the pattern of the press your luck board. Have you ever seen this story? No. So somebody figured out the pattern of the press your luck board to where they could get big bucks every single time. They watched the show enough, figured it out, managed to get themselves on the show and won so much money. Like just like, you know, (gasps) beyond crazy money. And it just it just it's a reminder that sometimes you can actually game the system. But this does not appear to be one of those times. It
1: isn't. This is something that's it's set against you. And I right. think that what you hit on, Aaron, is true. And that is that at some point in time, what people are doing is they're trying to invest in, in the hope. Mm-hmm. They want that hopeful return. They want to
0: think about it. They want to think, what if?
1: They, they want that chance that they're mm-hmm. going to have that moment, that they're going to have that breakthrough. And I have those thoughts too right like I have financial struggles too mm-hmm. I have moments when I'm like I don't know what's gonna happen and how it's gonna work out but I don't know if it's because of my faith like I just think about eternal perspective which seems sort of like an uncomfortable thing to go to sometimes but I really do think that I exist beyond this time frame yeah and so to me it's like man this isn't really what it's about. It's really about whether or not, you know, I I felt like I was supposed to call Susan. So I called Susan. This is really about did I go to work every day and do my best? This is really about spending time with people because time is really what you want to be investing in, right? Like is really looking at your time going, do I have an extra two dollars of time to give somebody? You know, that's really what it's about that. I don't know. So I go to that stuff and then all the, you know, the hopeful desires of making millions goes away because You can have the same complicated, messed up life with millions of dollars that you have right now. And that's the beauty of it is we all have crazy, weird stuff going on. The idea of having a perfect life is just ridiculous. And that's one of the things that I really love about my Christian faith is that when I started studying it compared to other things, very clearly, we're not supposed to be shooting for perfection, whereas other things tell you that you're supposed to shoot for perfection because there's some kind of... You or know, attain, satisfaction attain perfection. In it. Yeah, there's some kind of like mm-hmm. you, you're supposed to achieve something, and then mm-hmm. then you feel better. Right. But then you spend your whole life. Like, or then
0: you're valuable.
1: Right. Yeah. And then like in a video game, where you're constantly trying to level up, and you get to the next level, and there's all this other stuff. It's just, it's it's like it's just I don't know. There's it's a waste. It's a waste of mental capacity. You know, stop thinking about being perfect. Be yourself. It's okay to be okay with being yourself. That's very very clear in the mm-hmm. text that I read personally. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe it's you know, my amplified version.
0: <laughs> the Danae amplified version.
1: <laughs> I love the amplified version of of the biblical text, by the way. Yeah. It's so fun because it like adds in all of these juicy words. That's
0: how I feel about the message. Yeah. I love that version. Anyway. Um, no, that's great stuff. And I think you kind of notice when that, when it turns dark is when that, oh, this is fun turns into, oh, I, I need this. Like now I'm putting not hope on this i'm putting you know lives on this i'm putting you know
1: yeah my family's
0: future on this i'm you, you know it,
1: it's like blinders getting on right like do you really believe that this is the only way for you to get yeah, out then you, then you of you feel your trapped. circumstances then you feel like there's
0: no way out unless unless, unless i pay my last dollar on this mm-hmm. roulette tape you know on this roulette wheel and it lands right and phew now now i've got you know my ten thousand dollars back that i came in here with you, you know? know and
1: the bdg brings something up that i'm glad that he did because i, I and all of the articles I've been kind of reading about it, it also covers that most people who have major financial winnings from the lottery have really tragic stories that go along with it, where it's lost very quickly. They get involved in mm-hmm. things. Uh, specifically, BDG mentioned that the money, according to the Press Your Luck story, mm-hmm. won one hundred ten thousand.
0: That sounds and, about right. Yeah, and
1: was within two years. Uh, lost it all, was sued for involvement in numerous illegal real estate schemes. So, you know, it doesn't solve problems. No. I think, I think I don't know, you can just believe that something is going to solve your problems. and I don't,
0: I don't know, that's interesting because, okay, I, I want to go into this press thing just a little bit more because <sighs> this guy, right, figures out how to play the system, but mm-hmm. is the reason he figured out how to scheme that system because he is a schemer or is it possible that somebody could figure out a system, not be a schemer, and then be wise after they have, you know, taken advantage of the system? Or is there something inherently immoral about taking advantage of the system? Or. Or.
1: By the creation of the system, the creation of the scheme itself, is that why he became aware of the scheme? The problem was the creation of the system. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what just happened.
0: I think you just uh, espoused anarchy. I actually think it's what just happened here.
1: (laughs) No, but I'm serious. Like, you create a system. Like, you create a game that has a system, and then Uh people try to figure out the system. Right. Is it the person's fault for trying to figure out the system, or is it the people's fault for creating it in the first place?
0: Think of taxes. Same thing, right? Loopholes. That's, you know, the primary way we use the word loophole is about our tax system. You create a system. This And this is really a commentary on legalism in a lot of ways, isn't it? you create a legalistic system, people find loopholes. Well, I technically didn't break this rule that, you know, you said was a rule. That's why it's so much more about relationship, right? That's why it has to be about so much more than...
1: And now I talk about having children. (laughs) Because your children do this to you all the time. You create rules and they have loopholes. Like, well, you technically didn't say that I couldn't pick up my phone after this time. Right. And then you're like, okay, that's now a rule. And now Addendum we have- Addendum B12. <laughs> to your smart device.
0: Yeah. It, and that's, again, that's, that's kind of what we're talking about. I, and I think that is the essence of where you land on something like this, whether it's gambling, uh, is that it really comes down to choices you make based on a relationship with truth. Now, for me, that truth is a creator God who loves me and who I've given my life to. Um, and that's, you know, that's where I find truth in my life. I believe that to be truth, you know, but to find something where you make your choices based on truth and instead of, you know, based on selfishness or, you know, I think you can play
1: the lottery and you can play poker and you can play fantasy football. And at the end of the day, you have to you're the only one that knows your intentions you're the only one that knows from that place of inside yourself why you're making that decision. exactly and it's up to you and if you feel that you could be doing something better with not only your money but your time and you are taking money and time away from other things that need to be that need to be priority then you have to be accountable to that at some point i believe
0: here's the here's the the other thing i hear that i want to talk about just a little bit is that because addiction is an issue because at, at its core when we're talking about gambling destroying lives we're talking about addiction right we're yeah. talking about addiction to that feeling right. in a way that destroys your financial life the lives around you addiction uh if if we talk about that darkness the darkness of you know gambling addiction and we look at it that could be with anything so does because somebody can become addicted to something does that mean that it is forbidden you know is it so you hear this with alcohol all the time like alcohol destroys lives right so shouldn't ever drink a drop right you know kind of thing um gambling same thing destroys lives so just stay away from it altogether anything that's gambling you should stay away from it right um is that true
1: it, i think it's based on a person Personally, because if you say across the board, now you can't do this thing everybody because, you know, it was a problem for this person. So that means it's a problem for everybody. I think you're making a lot of assumptions about individuals' ability to to kind of manage their stuff. Now, we have a lot of addictive substances in our life. Sugar is one that I think people don't like to talk about. But it's very addictive and it's in everything.
0: I mean, when's the last time you heard it, you know, the story of somebody becoming so addicted to sugar.
1: That they get diabetes and have major health problems.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying it can go. We can go a lot of different ways. Right, right. But specifically about like you know you can you can opt in. It just depends on what you want to talk like how deep you want to talk about because uh, it was brought up in the chat earlier. There's a, I think the problem really starts to come in too whenever you begin to make laws and rules for everybody without Mm. without there being an understanding that some people are going to interact with that differently or they're going to come from a different lifestyle where they interact with it healthily and safely and they're fine you know um you can't expect them to suddenly have to come underneath your rules like that's where i believe that each individual is kind of spoken to in a very spiritual and meaningful way to kind of guide their lives i personally don't know that i'm going to if like let's just pretend that i'm going to be a parent someday okay like i don't know that i would lay down the the law of poker no and gambling no mm-hmm. i think i would want to have the conversation and have, help that individual person realize that the benefit of doing it might be an emotional charge, whereas the you know the the downside to it is that you've just lost a resource. So I I don't personally think that it's a good idea. I think yeah. that's what I would try to like implement in my life, but I don't know.
0: I I think it's, it's hard. It's a it's hard. A, I it's think a hard it's a wonderful topic. discussion to have. Yeah, and I'm I, glad to talk about it. I the one the one thing I thought about. um Let's talk about sex a little bit. Uh, Sexual addiction is a real thing, right? And sex has destroyed many people's lives, sexual choices, those kind of things. Yet you don't hear a lot of Christians, although you do hear some. And I think this is interesting saying, well, we should do away with sex, you know, (laughs) because in its proper context, it's a beautiful thing, right? So I, I don't know. I think there's some valuable lesson there about there are other things that can be valuable in their context that can be fun or whatever. But it's when we travel down that contextual road where it becomes something different that it becomes something that can destroy lives or, you know, has those major dark consequences. Does that make sense? It was the one thing I could think of where Christians haven't just, you know, at some point in our huge history said, no more of this because it hurts people. But some have actually, you know, you think of you know, vows of chastity and some of the different Christian sects and those kind of S E C T S. Yeah.
1: Thank you for clarifying. You're
0: welcome. Um, and that kind of thing. So that was the, you know, kind of the one example that kind of leapt to my mind.
1: You have to weigh the consequences of your actions. Yeah,
0: exactly. Which is just spread up in chat. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what it comes down to is to understand, um, what is it? Um, is it Ecclesiastes? That has the beautiful verse on all things in moderation and, you know, those kind of things about to everything there is a season, um, you know, a time for every purpose under heaven. The idea that this world we live in isn't meant to be segmented into those kind of, you know, absolutes in that way, uh, I think is a beautiful idea. And the idea that, that everything has its context, everything has how it is supposed to exist. And I think, Games of chance, so to speak, are the same way. I believe they have their their context for, you know, what they are. If if, you know, you have budgeted entertainment dollars, you know, that that go to a certain thing, then I, I can see that even as, you know, somebody who also understands the addictive process of gambling and the possibility to destroy lives. So
1: I think the place that we've landed is that there are so many complexities to this topic And that's why I also am thankful that my faith, I believe that um, there is a being that is capable of looking at the complexity of my life and helping and and, and finding in me, hopefully, something that is worth keeping around. I mean, if I have to go to some insane lake of fire thing for the eternity because I overindulged on Starbucks, (laughs) I'm... Gonna be disappointed. I felt really bad laughing at that. No, I. But you know like, what I mean. No, I like, get it. I get it. So like, if I complex. screwed it up, if
0: I messed this, this whole is thing a up,
1: complex <laughs> life we live. This but is isn't that the beauty? Complex.
0: Isn't that the beauty of the Christian faith, though? Is that is that at its center is grace? Like at its center is the idea.
1: Exactly. That- and that grace is for each individual person. So everybody has their own journey. They have their own right. moment. And right. so if they want to go and do this and do that and do that and that blah blah blah, that's that's up to them. I don't know. I so just want- I don't want to make blanket statements about like you know this is not allowed. You know, but I, but I do think that getting involved in the lottery and getting a lottery ticket might be a bit ridiculous, as suggested in the chat. Throw a couple bucks our way. You don't, have to, right. you don't have to do it every month. Just do it one time, man.
0: You have zero <laughs> chance. Of winning 1.4 billion dollars. And you
1: will be entertained every week. <laughs> but we will do our best. <laughs> we'll do our job.
0: It's <laughs> as good a place as any, I think. Uh. to start the outro music. I you know, I I love these conversations. One of my favorite things about the podcast is doing the NLS episodes and going a little bit deeper with you guys. Thank you so much for your interaction in the chat. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of so fun topics. there.
1: We didn't get a chance to talk about almost every single like there was so many great comments on here. Um, Do you want to uh, draw attention to one?
0: Like one that you remember? Or um, one that you see? I thought you had one up in front of you. That's fine. I just
1: love them all.
0: Uh, And we do appreciate that. Thank you for that. And if you do want to join us live, of course, you can do that uh, every Tuesday at noon on Mixler. Uh, We'll be doing the Shoe the Dough thing.
1: The Shoe the Dough thing.
0: Thanks so much for shoeing the dough with us today. Shoe the dough is part of the shoe the dough podcast network. Find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at mixler.com slash shoe the dough,
1: or you can get it in your iTunes or stitcher feed. Subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Shoe the dough.
0: Uh, Mixer, by the way, is M I X L com slash shoe the dough. You can also find out more about us, Aaron and today at Aaron uh, huge thanks to Admiral Akbar for doing today's intro. Yeah! <laughs> if you want to record the intro, go to com. The script is there, and just send that our way however you feel like it.
1: Play with it, have fun with it. Yeah. If you guys missed the intro, you definitely want to listen to the podcast <laughs> if you weren't able to pop in yes, here.
0: That is right. Um, also, thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the intro music, and of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the Shoe the Dough Network possible. Support starts at a dollar a month and comes with some fun perks. You can find out more at patreon.com slash Aaron and And by the way, if you know of a podcast or have a podcast idea that you'd like to see on the Shoe the Dough Network, let us know. We'd love to hear it. All feedback is welcome at aaronandanae at gmail.com.
1: Our next show... Is tomorrow
0: Uh, On the Shoe the Dough Network New Music Digest Happens tomorrow And Sif Pop Happens on Friday So you can uh, listen to those Live or later as well And then we'll be back With another episode Of Shoe the Dough Next Tuesday Live at noon And here's the recommendation If you do decide To play Powerball I just recommend You use the numbers Of your favorite episodes Of Shoe the Dough That's all I'm saying And then like give us half
1: Half? Did you say half?
0: Three quarters? All of it All of it All of it Should go (laughs) to
1: Wait, now we're now we're in the subject of greed.
0: Oh <laughs> right. We should do something about that. Bye guys.